what it is. How's it going, everybody? Today, we're going to do a quick first ones to die talk about episode about San Diego Comic-Con. All the news, stuff that came out, stuff that didn't come out. Well, we might not talk about that, but we'll talk about all the stuff. And the only way for you to find out what stuff we're going to be talking about is to sit back, relax, grab a snack, grab a beverage, and listen on in to the Swabbly Fan and the First Ones to Die. How's it going, everybody? Uh, welcome to another segment of the First Ones to Die talk about. This time, a little more positive. Last time we did this was uh, about the Oscar slap <laughs> between Will Smith and Chris Rock, which update. I think Jonathan is what you're going to say. Will Smith is, oh, that's uh, right. that's issued his official. I mean, he already apologized, but this is like his, like I guess, apology to the fans now. Sorry, this I had forgotten going what I was on. Yeah, I had forgotten what I was going to say because we had a mic eating incident before we recorded. So, <laughs> it's no. <laughs> I know who I am, anyway. and I'm not ashamed of it. So he publicly. There's yeah, he posted, a, he posted an apology video. <laughs> <laughs> he posted an apology video, like a five-minute apology video to Chris Rock. I texted my coworkers about this uh, because we always text each other like pop culture stuff. And they were like, are people, people are still like this is still a topic of conversation? I told one of my coworkers and she was like, I, I said, uh, did you hear that Will Smith apologized, put up an apology video? And she's like, for what? She had forgotten about the incident in question. Yeah, because well, it wasn't laugh. even... We've moved on. It wasn't even that hard of a slap. Like, I get... Chris Rock was like, oh, yeah, I got... This. Like, dude, I've taken more hits to the head. All right? Like, relax. Um, but anyway, we're not here to talk about the Oscar slap yeah, again. But we're not here to talk about that. Today, we're talking about San Diego Comic-Con. For those who don't know, it, it, first of all, you're probably living under a rock. But if you don't know... Comic-Con just happened a few weeks back by the time this comes out. Um, and it was uh, exciting. We got to see a lot of announcements. I'm sure a lot of comic book stuff happened too that, you know, like anybody who was there knows about. But <laughs> the general public probably wasn't talking about because, you know, Comic-Con hasn't been about comics in a long time now to the general public. It's all about the movies and TV shows and everything else. So today we're going to talk about a few of the announcements and things that came out of Comic-Con. Uh, just due to the nature of the what Comic-Con is and you know who had panels, it'll probably be a majority of a Marvel talk for a little bit, but that'll be kind of near the end. Uh, for now, we'll talk about some of the other stuff that came out um, of Comic-Con and just give our thoughts on it. Um, Starting with the first thing to get the the head start on everything, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. This is a movie that has been a long time coming. Uh, I've heard about it so many times. I wasn't sure if they were still working on it. And then out of nowhere, they're like, hey, here's a trailer. Here, whole teaser trailer. Go. And I'm, and it looks good. I, I am excited. Excited for the cast. I like Chris Pine. I like uh, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Justice Smith. Uh, Ray J. Jean, girl from It, whose name I don't know. <laughs> oh, the redhead? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's helpful. The redhead? <laughs> it is. She's the only one. <laughs> I don't know her name either. <laughs> is it, she's uh, in it. It's Sophie something, right? Yeah. Sophie. Sophie. Sophie, Sophie, Sophie. 
I Hold honestly on. thought I got the poster here. Hold on, Sophia Lillis. From, there we go. Okay. I thought it was the same woman from Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Oh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. No, uh, Jessica Chastain. No, Smith the other is in it, but Jessica Chastain is the is the adult redhead in it, Chapter Two. Mm. Oh, yeah. What do you think about, about chapter the, the two? Movie? Everyone knows when you talk about the girl with the red hair from it, they're talking about the child. You know what think about jo- Jessica Chastain? She, you know, despite how I, good she I is. Wasn't, I wasn't thinking, I think they all kind of look alike to me. <laughs> all red <laughs> they, They're pale, they got red hair. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm excited for this movie. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how, what else to say about that. So uh, I haven't excited. seen I haven't seen a second of the trailer, but I'll take your guys' word for it. I'm excited for it too, especially now that I have experience with Dungeons and Dragons and I mean, hearing the cast too. I mean, it sounds promising. Yeah, Hugh Grant's playing the villain, mm. so it's gonna it's solid cast. It That's looks weird. Yeah, I feel like weird, he usually plays it, nice people. Yeah, that feels weird to have. Hugh I Grant feel like, in, like his villain. I don't. I mean, you don't get to see much of him in the trailer, so uh, we don't know what he's going to be like. But I imagine he'll probably be like Jeff Goldblum in um, Thor Ragnarok, like how Jeff Goldblum was the villain in that movie, technically, but you still like love him. I feel like Hugh Grant could play like that type of villain, like the lovable villain, maniac villain. Yes. Uh, the only thing that struck me crazy about this trailer is the fact that they released it at all. Because this movie doesn't come out till like 2023, so well, it's like well, it's, that's that's about a half I know, away. but I would have thought it would have oh. been later. Like you would have waited until like December so you can build up the buzz closer to the date, as opposed to like so early. Look, if Christopher Nolan can uh, <laughs> fake us out and think we're in the wrong movie. And that movie don't come out till almost exactly a year from now. Then they can release this. That's fair. And then also, like, I feel like movie trailers get released like within the year time framing now because they want to build up all that hype and stuff. They're like, hey, look at what we're showing you. Hey, this is what's going to be in there because they always release like what five different trailers for the movie. Yeah, depends on the company. Earlier and earlier. If it's got a high budget, it'll release like a lot of trailers. If it doesn't, then uh, you know, mark high marketing budget. Sorry, has a high marketing budget. They'll release a bunch of trailers. If not, they'll just be like, yeah, screw it. You only need one trailer. (laughs) Like we'll we'll put it out closer to the movie. I've never seen a thing with that. Anyway, um, so excited for this film. I love Chris Pine. I was saying before, I'm on a weird Star Trek kick again. Which I have just, that's what, that's like my comfort show right now. That's what I've been watching over and over. Um, I forgot, I knew how sassy the original cast was, but I've forgotten how sassy they were. Just love it. Just a sassy bunch of people. <laughs> and Chris Pine wasn't, uh, and he's going to be, he's rumored, I don't know if he's signed, he's going to be in Star Trek 4. So to have Chris Pine in Star Trek 4, going off in space, and then going now D&D style, that's like, a, ner- a nerd's great dream, mm-hmm. like a nerd, a dream, a nerd's girl dream. It's not English. The yes. words are in there. Put the sentence together. We yourself. got, you. we we got you. We got you. Thank you. Listen, all I know is it's a good time to be a Dungeons and Dragons fan. You got uh, Critical Role TV show on Amazon Prime. This new movie coming out. Stranger Things still keeping the Dungeons and Dragons uh, lore strong. 
Like, it's a good time. <laughs> a new virus to make sure you stay inside. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what about, what's the next trailer that got released? Or what's the uh, next next one is, this is, I, I, it's a minor one, and I wanted to talk about it because I'm like, why? Uh, I did not watch this trailer, but uh, this is on the IGN. That's okay, so, like, I didn't watch any of these trailers. This is the IGN um, telling uh IGN website telling about all the releases. Apparently National Treasure is getting a TV show, folks. That's right. The Nicolas Cage led National saw Treasure. That. Show. But it's not starring him. It's just about it's starring this other girl, um uh Lisette Alexis as Jess Morales uh is the main is character. Is she in any any of the movies at all? I don't believe so. No. I think I okay. think it's just uh so she says just it's supposed to be a reboot. Mission. It's supposed to be a reboot, but as a TV show. Okay. So. Here's here's what I think their thought process was. Here, let me explain. I like People how you looked into the camera for the. <laughs> you're like, I need to because, talk to the audience. Yeah, because it's all your guys' fault, really. <laughs> Nobody was asking for this. Nobody wanted this. Wait, wait. However, people make jokes about National Treasure two or three being like Nicolas Cage's best role, and they make lots Who of jokes. Who made that joke? It. That's a lie. <laughs> Trust me, it's out there. It's out there. And then they make jokes about National Treasure, about there's like a TikTok videos I've seen about the way he stares at his like romantic interest, uh, Jessica Alba. No, no, um, I she's some blonde woman whose name I don't remember right yeah. now. <laughs> and so like she, the way he stares at her is like this really creepy, like, oh, he looks like he's in love with you. And he's just like, like, that's his look. So, like, I blame the people who were using this movie as making jokes, making TikToks of those songs, being like, oh, look, we're going to go steal the National Declaration and, you know, do that. It's your fault. Nobody was asking for this. You made one too many jokes, made too, one too many social media posts. People thought this was what the people wanted. And now we're stuck with it. Yeah. Now this even, is what we have. Even if you got to be careful with what make jokes about and like spread on the internet as you know uh to make fun of or whatever because companies see that as profitable and anything that's popular is profitable so if you uh if you jump in on you know those trends and uh, making fun of things all the companies are going to do or studios whatnot they're going to see that that's profitable and make more content of it they did that with Morbius. Morbius tanked. Then people made a meme or something happened. Yep, it's Morbin time. Yeah, Morbin time. And they're like, hey, let's bring it back. So they brought it back for like another week in theaters after it had been out of theaters, I think like a month or so. And it bombed again so <laughs> badly that it was straight up embarrassing that they even attempted that. So I blame all the people who like showed us those videos on TikTok, who made those jokes, talk. Who, who all ever talked about National Treasure on Twitter or TikTok? I blame you. You are the reason we have this film. I don't care if you were just making jokes. This is on you guys. What, solely on you. What network is it going to be? Because that might make a difference too. Well, it's Disney Plus, so. That's going to be cheesy as fuck. I mean, it's going to be it's this dude who played Riley is coming back. Justin Bartha. So I've never seen any of the National Treasure movies. He was like the the like quirky sidekick character who's like bumbling because he doesn't quite know all the stuff, but he's like you know still useful that sort of thing. Uh, I saw so, the you know, first. I saw the first National Treasure, and then the second one, I watched. You know, 
sometimes the dentist they'll give you like you can watch a movie or something while you're getting mm-hmm. like I was getting a filling or I was getting multiple fillings I think filled in um like <laughs> when I was in high school and uh they gave me that movie to watch or I chose that movie to watch so I don't have the best association with it it's not as bad as my association with Doctor Strange but you have to stop watching any movies when something bad is happening <laughs> But then again, this is a still national treasure, so it's not like I feel like you're gonna have developed this kinship with it. Right, right. I don't feel like it's all a blur to me, to be honest. All the national treasure movies. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch <clears throat> it. Like I kind of want to watch it because I want to understand these jokes, but I don't want to watch it because it looks so fucking stupid. <laughs> and now I'm upset by the people who made the jokes. Oh, yeah, is moving on. All, all right, next one. Uh, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power trailer came out. Well, the official one, but before we had a teaser, this is now like the actual trailer. And I will say, I do agree with one person who had a legit criticism of it. Because there's a lot of people who have had issues with the Lord of the Rings um, trailers, but a lot of it's been like just nerds being nerds of just like, it's not right. And Galadriel's got a sword, just beat that. And all this other nerd crap. But... Uh, the one legitimate criticism I did hear that I, after this trailer was I was like, we still do not. This show's supposed to come out in September. We still have no clue what the hell this show's about. And it's and it's making it hard. I think if we could have at least some semblance of what the story is, it would maybe cut undercut a lot of that issue. A lot of those problems with people complaining because they're like, they'll at least know what's happening. As it stands right now, all we've gotten is just a lot of like Lord of the Rings stuff in a trailer. Like, hey, you like dwarves? Here's some hobbits. Here's some elves. Here's some really cool looking stuff. Here's orcs, swords, the Balrog, Lord of the Rings. Come see it September. And I'm like, okay, how does any of that tie together though? I don't understand what I'm looking at. (laughs) Did the hobbits stay out of like the war that occurred? That's one of the things a lot of people have issues with is that their hobbits are in this story and it's like, hobbits haven't traveled yet. <laughs> At least depending on the timeline yeah, they, you're in. They haven't gone to the bodies, world. <laughs> but again, you know, yeah. nerd stuff. I I don't care. Like, as long as it's a good story, I, I, I'm down with that. I get what they're saying because I'm like that about certain stuff. But at the same time, I had said previously how, again, once again, I'm going through like, going through all my Star Trek movies and shows. And people like get on my nerves because I'll talk about, you know, one of the series or be like, yeah, I'm rewatching this movie. And they're like, oh, they didn't do it properly. They completely forgot this. I'm like, dude, I'm just enjoying my film. And they'll be like, oh, you're not a real fan. I'm like, I genuinely don't care what you have to say. I'm just trying to have fun and disassociate into my film. Because <laughs> I'll get a lot of frack sometimes about the Chris Pine Star Trek. And they're like, oh, it doesn't. I'm like, but it's they changed it. So it fits the narrative that they wanted to create. Mm-hmm. And the thing is with these shows and everything like that, it's it, you know, things fit the narrative to the show because they can't do this the way you do in film because you have certain abilities to do a certain type of storytelling when it comes to film. And you have a certain type of story about uh, storytelling ability when it comes to TV. Mm-hmm. And I think people forget that. And then when the lore is split like that, when, you know, these old stories are like, oh, they didn't. Do- well, they they can't do that on the TV show. It's not allowed. 
They may have maybe the budget, but like the network won't allow it or this won't allow it. So there's so many restrictions that come into play. And I think people forget that. They think it's just people changing things because they didn't like this or didn't like that. And it might be. Some of it might be. But it's also the way it's being presented to us is definitely different than the way we are used to. And that's a big chunk of it. Because I think they even do that with like comic books. Because some comic books are, you know, the big, like bigger ones. And then some are the, you know, just normal comic books. And when you have a shorter story, you have to get through the story quicker and you don't talk about, you know, the history of it. And then you get the big ones and you get it all drawn out. They're like, well, this wasn't in this one. Well, no, because it, the pages, it was five pages. Where are they going to fit that story in there? <laughs> and technically, they're creating something more outside the lore, too, because Tolkien didn't write this shit. He wrote some of it, but he didn't write all of it. And Man's most good. expensive I was going to say movie, but TV show ever made. Uh, I heard reports of at $1 billion, which is the better half crazy. Good, good visual. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say that's ridiculous. I wonder, I wonder where they're filming because they filmed the stuff, other stuff in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Where the, do you guys know where the, or do you know where they're filming no probably New Zealand I would imagine probably New Zealand but for all we know it could just be that they filmed a lot of it on like that like infinity stage or whatever they have now where it's like the the big dome projected stage I don't know because I don't know how much of this was filmed during COVID so that's a good point too they so might have had to change the story because of COVID so we'll see I mean I think it looks good I just wish I knew more about it with the show so close to coming out. Um, but that's just me personally. I don't think it looks awful. I don't know. Because then we complain about knowing too much. The trailer well, there's, a way, much. there's a way to do it. it, like, it like, there's a there's knowing too much. And then there's just knowing what is your show about? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Even if, and it can like, and uh, saying, well, it's about Lord of the Rings doesn't clarify because it's Lord of the Rings is huge. There's a huge world of characters that does not but narrow it's it down. Just Lord of the Rings. That's all they people need to know. I think they're trying to do it like Star Wars, <laughs> where I remember when the prequels for Star Wars came out, and for the longest time, there was no trailer with any story. It was just Millennium Falcon, TIE Fighters, Desert Planet, Star Destroyers, Stormtroopers. Come see the movie. I'm like, what is the story about though? What is this movie? I don't. But it worked. Do you not <laughs> remember working those shifts? Right. It I mean, worked. made billions of dollars, so I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I didn't know. I barely knew what uh, Nope was about. Uh, okay, but that's reason. different. We expected to that not is... know anything about what Nope was going to be about before right. we but, watched the movie. But even if, even even if I hadn't expected to know not know what Nope was about, Jordan Peele and Kiki Palmer would have sold me alone. And Daniel Kaluuya. And I mean, you I want, want to, to Yep, yeah, and this is where the part of the show where Jonathan will uh, pitch Kiki Palmer's newest project. Go ahead, Jonathan. We will give you some time for you to tell everybody about uh, Kiki Palmer. Go ahead. Does she have a new project out? Jon- Jonathan would know uh, he's her biggest fan. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, oh, she's hosting. She's hosting uh, Password with Jimmy Fallon. See. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like such a stupid show and she's better than that <laughs> <laughs> alright moving on um, hitting up DC over at the Warner Brothers lot Warner Brothers was very minimal this year um, as far as their announcements for stuff mainly because the stuff they could show probably is, is too controversial right now 
because the flash is shot like it's finished (laughs) but they can't show any of it because (laughs) because of the drama same thing with aquaman 2 i think aquaman 2 i think is wrapped filming if not close to wrapping so they have footage it's just they can't show it because of all the amber heard stuff so (laughs) so the only things they came with were the characters they didn't have any issues with which was shazam and black adam so (laughs) so they showed the trailers also also Go ahead. First of all, I'm excited. Sorry, go ahead. I interrupted. Well, I was just going to say that they showed the trailer for Shazam Fury of the Gods, which is uh, the Shazam sequel uh, with Zachary Levi. You know, all the all the, all the the cast is back. Um, but this time, including Helen, Helen Mirren, she's going to play the villain. Um, and uh, Black Adam, which The Rock has been pushing for for like damn near a decade, if not a little over a decade. So I'm glad, I'm sure for him, he's excited that he finally gets to do this project and make it happen. So. Ah, I, am, I got a comic of him too. Hey, I am very excited for Shazam. I loved the first one. I think me and you, Jerome, saw it. We saw uh, it together, yeah. At, uh-huh, when we worked at um, IMAX. And uh, I can't wait for the second one. Um, I hope the... Okay. The suit looks better this for, year, for real. Um, this time okay. around, it looks more normal. It doesn't look as like he's just wearing a muscle suit. With like his little, because Zachary Levi is, he's like a muscular guy, but he's not very big. He's very, uh, well, I think he, he got more the lean. for that role. I mean, he did, but he's still a lean guy. He didn't get like Henry Cavill big where he's just wide and, and big. Um, right. he just got like, you know, as much muscle as he could put on. Uh, this suit, even though it still looks like it's got a little bit of padding, it looks more contoured to his body than the mm-hmm. first one did. Uh, well, sp- if anybody hasn't seen the first Shazam, spoiler alert, just skip this like 30 seconds to a minute. Um, so the at the end of Shazam 1, you know, you see the, the adult versions of um, all the superheroes. Are they going to be, are all of them going to be in this next movie? Yeah. Yeah, it oh, looks cool. like this okay. is going to be very Because I like the cast the Sh- that they, that Shazam they cast family. Yeah, it looks like they're going to really focus on the Shazam family um, aspect, which is cool because that's, of course, that's what you do. It's like the first movie, Shazam. Second movie, Shazam family. So that is cool with me. I like Following that. the it uh, the it trajectory. <laughs> first movie, the kids. Second movie, the adults. Uh, but what I was also going to say, sorry, Alex. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm good. What I was also going to say is that I saw today that this might have not been a Comic-Con announcement, but uh, Jason Momoa shared on his Instagram that Ben Affleck is coming back. and, and um, Yeah, that's a recent as, announcement. It wasn't at Comic-Con, but I'm like, okay. Yeah, and he also... Um, shared a video of the Warner Brothers Studio Tour and uh, one of the tour guides who I know. And I'm I'm in the uh, the group chat still. They haven't kicked me out. Um, and they were all like, they were all sharing the video and like, look, look, look. So um, that was pretty cool. I don't care about Shazam. I didn't watch the first one. I was started just thinking about Henry <laughs> I'm sorry. Marvel. That's I, where I went. Did I spoil the, the movie for you? I'm sorry. No, I was just up there with Henry Cavill at the moment. So um, <laughs> that's not my. That's the next one. Uh, next on the list is uh, back to Fantasyland for a little bit. House of Dragons trailer finally came out. 
Uh, this is the prequel to Game of Thrones that's mostly focused around the Targaryens, um, their rise to the Iron Throne and you know their lore and history with the dragons, that sort of stuff, uh, starring Matt Smith. It, uh, it comes out soon. I don't remember the date um, right now, but uh, it looks good. I like I I don't have any like strong feelings about it based off the trailer, but at the same time, it looks exciting. It looks interesting. Looks like they're going to do something really fun with the lore. And uh, Matt Smith looks weird with white hair. <laughs> yeah, I kept thinking that the entire time. I'm like, I'm excited to see Matt Smith. I really like him. He's really cool. Um, and then I see him and I'm like, he creased me out so much in this <laughs> film. And I understand that's supposed to be part of that Targaryen feeling too, because they're kind of a creepy bunch. Because um, incest makes you creepy, people. Uh, just saying that out there, putting that out there. Uh, and he, yeah, it just creeps me out so much. I'm like, I kind of don't know if I want to watch it. Because honestly, he's so off putting there. Like, I was like, all right, I'm kind of on the fence. I'll maybe watch it. Oh, Matt Smith in it? Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it. Oh, he looks like that? All right, now I'm kind of, like, going to hang out on the fence again. I might watch, like, the first or two episodes, and if it doesn't, like, hit with me, I'm probably going to leave it. Because they screwed up Games of Thrones at the end. So they lost a lot of people's trust when they're like, we're bringing something back. Now, granted, I don't know if Benioff and Weiss are doing this show. I think it, it might be somebody else doing the actual show running this time around that might be better i understand they like rushed it because they had to finish it and they had to end it but there was like so many plot holes they the way they just ended things was just like they threw everything in a in a hamper and they're like all right we'll sort it out later just just send it out go 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 i was like yeah and now with this and also i get the targaryen like family line was more interesting but was it only interesting because it had dragons in it i mean that was the part of it, it like that and then also like the incestuous part of it then there's also the fact that they're like uh you know they say when a targaryen's born they like the um the gods flip a coin as to whether or not they'll be mad or normal that's, so it's that's another thing that like makes me cautious about this show is this show going to be surrounded on the incestuous thing? Because if it is, then I'm I mean, definitely not going to be able to watch that. It. I don't think that HBO would let that happen. <laughs> I feel like because they have a brand of to upkeep these shows you know nowadays. I mean? HBO be going. HBO be going there sometimes though. But not I feel that like far. I mean, I, heck, just doing it in the original look, Game of Thrones proper was already edgy enough, and that was only one couple. Yeah, Look, like even, technically even, two near the end, but <laughs> even Netflix has been going there recently. I'm looking at you, Umbrella Academy. No, Umbrella season Academy, the most recent season, they've 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 squashed that. You know, then now they're just like, no, no more. Yeah, but I still some of it happened. Still, it, it, it did. There was, I mean, it, it did. It did. I'm just. It got I get weird. what you mean. I'm just I saying. don't. There's so many other plot lines to be had. Yeah, you, you all could have gone with Sony, like. No, I don't ever think it's a good plot line. It's not necessary. It grosses me out. And that's another thing that puts me on the fence about the show. If it insists upon itself to include this in a major way or heavy on this theme, I'm definitely going to be like, nope, I'm out. Because, like, this makes me so... The thought of it makes me so uncomfortable. And, like, trying to sit through an episode of that where it's like, this whole episode's just going to be about, like, 
we're talking about who's marrying which cousin, this and that. And so it's like, no, 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 thank you. I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to go watch something else. I don't know what's going on with HBO Max. I don't know. I'll, I'll watch anything else. I don't know what you're doing, but like. Um, no, no, I mean, I don't know. I don't feel any ways about it. Like, I feel like Game of Thrones is kind of over, but they want to do more. Sure. I'll watch it. Give it a ch- give it a chance. I mean, it looks pretty decent. So, um, moving on. Uh, the next thing, what was on here? Because getting into Marvel news, but intercut with that, I, I want to save the Marvel stuff for a little bit later. Um, oh, Sandman, new Sandman trailer came out. Finally got to see a lot more of the show. It looks awesome. I can't I'm wait to excited. see it. it. Looks really good. I'm excited for um, uh, what's her name? Dang it. Gwendolyn Christie as a uh, uh, as a uh, Lucifer. It looks like a fun show. Morpheus looks great. Death looks great. I'm excited to see the show. I can't wait. I'm hoping it will tie into the DC universe proper. I know that technically Sandman doesn't really. I mean, Batman shows up. I think like in one issue. Um, so it's not like it's like majorly tied into the DC universe, but it would be interesting to see. For sure. Or at, at the very least, I, if John Constantine shows up, I would be satisfied. I don't think I would want a crossover at all. No, I like, want a crossover. A lot, I want their own version like, of it in the show. Like their own thing. Oh, you mean like a little hello to the audience type of deal? Yeah. No, I don't want them to like go get like Constantine from like the Constantine show and put him in this or like get like a Batman from like movies past. Like I want them to make their own thing. And have it like have their own stuff in like like make this feel like its own universe, I guess, in a way. Like its own version of the DC universe. So really quick, if you don't know what we're talking about, or because you just said Sandman, you really gave no True, other, yeah, like, I didn't explain. It's, it's Neil it's, Gaiman's it's Neil, Sandman. <laughs> it's a story about once upon escaping after decades of imprisonment by a mortal wizard, Dream, the personification of Dream, sets about to reclaim his lost equipment. And you get pretty much these characters that are physical forms of like death and Lucifer and nightmares and desire and despair. And like, it's really cool because I've gotten to read the comics and it's so interesting the way you have these emotions and concepts into a physical form and speaking to each other too. Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets kind of, it gets really interesting. The concept that, you know, desire and despair, like talking to each other just over a cup of coffee, being like, hey, hey, what's up? Wandering about, cool, cool. And then dream, of course, because everybody, everybody dreams, you know, everybody, hopefully everybody dreams. I don't know, there might be some people that don't dream. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, And it's just an interesting concept. And from what I've seen, it it looks, Netflix seems to be doing a very good job visually. And they have allowed Neil Gaiman to have so much input, which is nice because with Good Omen on Amazon Prime, love that show, Neil Gaiman got to have so much creative input and that show ended up so beautiful and so well close to his work. And I believe there was an interview I saw with Neil Gaiman. He was talking about um, Carrie Pritchett? Pratchett. Is it Pritchett or Pratchett? It's Carrie. Or Terry. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, he <laughs> said a lot of the times when they wanted to change something creatively, 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 um, he would remember creatively. Thank you. He would remember hearing his friend's voice and being like, are you really going to let them do that to our work? 
He's like, you're right, you're right. He's like, no, we're not changing it. So I feel like he almost went with that same little voice in his head being like, you're really going to let them change what we created just to fit them. And he like, because it just looks surprisingly similar to the comic books. And it's just, I think I'm excited to see it. I think it's going to be really well done. I think so, too. I'm excited for it. Um, It looks good. I way better than it has any right to be. And I'm just going to accept it because that that story is really loaded. It's because it's just so there's so many issues. Um, So as in like literal issues um, of the book. So I don't expect them to get to everything. I don't expect them to do everything. I'm just going to take it as it is at face value and just read it that way. I'm not going to be expecting it to be the book verbatim because I'm worried some people might expect that. And I don't think that's fair. I think there's just some things that the show just won't be able to do because it has to be a TV show. And also this is being made for, yeah, the nerds who love Neil Gaiman's Sandman, but it's also being made for the general audience too. So it needs to have like more mass appeal. And that may mean that some things might get cut out. So we'll see how it goes. I think people really need to let go of that narrative of like, oh, it's better than the book or the book's better than this. And comparing it to the book, yeah, that's fine because it's the original source material. But you also have to just take the movie or the show as what it is, because this is almost like a new piece of work. It's more inspired by than, you know, actually like Mm -hmm. there are some scenes that are done really well. There are some scenes I agree they can't cut out because it's like super important to the story. This is how, like, you know, what they did with the last Sirebender. Oh, yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. They just like trashed everything. It should have been an inspired by at most. Um, so I think people need to work on holding on to that narrative like, oh, it's not like this in the book. Well, yeah, because it's not the book. This isn't the book. This is a completely different source material being worked on by completely different people you know you may have the person yeah Mm -hmm. different styles and actors of what you perceived in your head is completely different to what's actually going on Um, all right marvel well before we get to marvel last thing to do before marvel uh speaking of books uh we got a new trailer for ann rice's interview with a vampire this is going to be on netflix it's going to be uh, a series or uh, sorry, it's not going to be Netflix. It's going to be AMC. I thought it was going to be on Netflix, <laughs> but it's going to be a series uh, based off the book of the same name. Um, those who know that name probably know it more familiar with the Brad Pitt slash Tom Cruise movie based off the same book, uh, Interview with a Vampire. Uh, this time it stars uh, the dude who played Grey Worm, uh, Rally Ritchie. Uh, in Game of Thrones, he plays the main character this time around. Um, I don't know who plays Lestat, but it looks all right. It looks interesting. Um, I don't know how well this book will translate into a series over a movie. Why do they got to keep making things into series? I think it's because they, they figure they'll have more time. And to be fair, the vampire like saga, Amrice's vampire saga, it's like very extending. It, it's very extenuous as far as like how many books are in that. So there's a lot of lore to pull from for sure um, to like do a I series. Think this a but better idea a couple years ago. No, like it does feel random. I, I, that's what I was going to say. It does. It just feels random, though, that they're doing it 
now. Because <laughs> who's talking about Anne Rice's interview with a vampire? Who? It's the same way with National Treasure. Who the fuck <laughs> is like going out there and being like, this is what we need. I need to create this project Look, right now. It. Anne Rice has got is about to get her due <laughs> today. <laughs> but then we don't get an Atlantis live action film. <laughs> or series. The stuff that people are really petitioning about. I, you know, listen, yeah. Jonathan, I am right there with you. I think Atlantis should get a live action show. I think Treasure Planet should get a live action like, Treasure movie Planet. Show. That's the one. I keep I confusing never saw, those two. I never saw Treasure Planet. But I'm going to tell you now, those they will never do it because they don't want to spend that type of money <laughs> to make those two happen. They can spend a billion dollars on Lord of the Thank Rings. Thank you. No, no, no. But that's they can't a, spend that's it on a something. different studio. We're talking about Disney here, all right? They only bang on things that are a surefire hit, and nobody watched Atlantis or Treasure Planet when they came out as cartoons. <laughs> all of the millennials have been begging for years for yeah, them actually, to make live-action Treasure Planet. I have I've seen Atlantis. I have not seen Treasure Planet. Is that the one where they're animals too? No, Treasure Planet is where it's Treasure Island, but in space with like uh, with the spaceships that fly. In Are they space. human though? Some of them, yeah. There's also like a Catwoman and Rockman. And That's what I'm okay. So I, I'm aware Fire of Ant it. Dude with the claws, the clamps. <laughs> that is a reference for you and whoever understands. It's okay. Futurama. Um, you ever see Futurama? <laughs> No, I have. <laughs> um, I've heard like a lot of people ask for that. That would have been smarter to bank on that than the national treasure for damn sure. Cool. I know yeah. that much. Who the fuck? Yeah, because I bet if you scroll through, and I don't mean no shade Disney Plus because you no offered shade. some. Okay, yeah, shade. Uh, but if you <laughs> scroll through the Disney Plus catalog right now, you'll be like. Okay, who asked for this? Who asked for this? Who asked for this? Who asked for this? It's I true. Bet you that with Disney Plus has so many shows. I'm like, who the hell is watching any of this crap? Like, like I know families ain't. Like, it feels like I don't fear kids be talking about this show on the TikToks. It just, yeah, they're like, <laughs> yeah, all I hear is about the older cartoons and being like, oh, yeah, I love this cartoon. I love this cartoon. I'm like, I've never really seen them. But like, the amount of people that I see just wanting them, it's like, yeah, okay, that makes sense you would want a live action. And a lot of these people have already picked out the actors that are like, oh, this is perfect for them. Oh, this is perfect for them. Like, you already have a casting list that so many people would be excited to see. I and then know, you all go for National Treasure. I already know who can play the main character in Treasure Planet. Tom Tim, Holland. T well, t Tom Holland's a decent That's pick. been the fan casting for I years. picked yeah. Timothy Chalamet. I don't I like his face. That. I'd rather have Tom Oh, Holland. so you got another new person huh, whose face you don't like? <laughs> Adam to Tom the Cruise, list. I just, yeah, I don't like his. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> Timothy Chalet's appeal. I don't get it. I don't get what's there. I don't understand. He's got the chiseled jaw. Like, the girls like the chiseled jaw, okay? A, is that it? That's all he's got? It's a good yeah. He's not any of, the, any of these shows or movies that Comic Con announced. <laughs> He's gonna be in Dune too, but I'm just. Didn't, I expected a Dune two trailer for Comic Con. I'm surprised you didn't I heard get they it. just. Well, I heard they just started filming. Did they? I thought, I thought they had already started. Yeah, I, I heard they just started filming like a week or two ago. Oh, okay. I think I, I like saw I saw um, uh, like and somewhere on Twitter or something. Makes sense. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So time to do the hit the 
the brick wall, the biggest <laughs> the studio. Can that we do had, a speed round or something with this? Well, yeah, we this would, no, like we will not talk about all this at one time. Like, like, or I mean, like, we will not talk about each one of these individually. Si individually. Some of this is mostly because most of this is just titles. We don't even know half of the details <laughs> of most of this. Fine, but um, the biggest thing is that the uh, Marvel Kevin Feige came out at Hall H and uh, announced that uh, a he announced uh, Phase Five and Phase Six. Kind of, because the the whole thing about Phase Six is he only announced three movies in which there's like a bunch of slots that aren't filled. But I think what happened was there was leaks before Comic Con came out of movies that were going to be coming out in the Marvel slate. So I think Kevin Feige was like, "Well, it's already out there. We might as well just tell them about the stuff they saw on that thing, and you know, and the rest can be a mystery." So, uh, um. To do, like, we'll talk about some in specifics, but just to do a quick speed round of the things that are coming out immediately. Um, we have She-Hulk coming out soon. Like, uh, they released another trailer for that. That comes out next month, August 17th. Um, Secret Invasion's coming out in 2023. It's going to be a show starring Nick Fury um, and Ben, uh, and Ben Middleton, ah, Ben Mendelsohn as Talos. Um, also is going to star, um, uh, Daenerys Targaryen. I forget her name right now. <laughs> Actress. Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. but uh, I, she, I'm blanking on her name right now. She's going to be I in it, too. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp is getting a sequel, Quantumania. This is supposed to also show off, uh, for those who watch Loki, um, Jonathan Majors coming back as Kang. He's going to be in that movie. Unclear if he's going to be the villain, but he is going to be in it, like the main villain, but he is going to be in it. And he is, uh, we'll, we'll get back to Kang in a bit. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 coming out also in 2023. A lot of this is going to be in 2023. Because um, Ant-Man Wasp kicking off the year strong on February 17th, 2023. Uh, Guardians 3 coming out May 5th, 2023. And it is the last one. They confirmed it that James Gunn is like, after this. About I'm that done. Guardians holiday special coming out later this year. That does come out this year. Guardians comes out uh, with the Christmas special in December. Um, we have Black Panther Wakanda Forever that comes out later this year as well. They dropped the trailer. We will get to that trailer in a bit, but for right now, we're just doing a quick speed round. Echo is getting her own show, a show that I'm like, who cares? <laughs> but I mean, that's not true. I am excited because it's cool to have a Native American superhero get her own TV show. It's more just the fact of it's Echo, like a character who has no powers and is was very boring in Hawkeye. So I don't know what they're going to do with this character to make her more interesting for her own TV show. But we'll see. That comes out 2023. Still, though, excited for the Native American community that they get to uh, have their own superhero. Um, shout out to my friend Cam and the Milestone Initiative. Uh, Loki season two is coming out 2023. So we get my Loki. Blade's coming out November 3rd, 2023. So we get, uh, and we have Mahershala Ali playing the titular character. So he's going to be Blade. Um, excited for that. No details on what it's going to be, but you know, we're, like we got Blade. Ironheart is coming 2023 uh, in the fall. That is uh, Riri Williams. And that character is actually going to premiere in Wakanda Forever. So we will get to see that character before her show comes out. But she's essentially going to be like replacement Iron Man. Um... Agatha is getting her own show, Winter 2023, on uh, Disney Plus. 
called Agatha Coven of Chaos. No details on what it's going to be, but she's getting her own show. So, uh, Daredevil is getting a rebooted show because, um, you know, Charlie Cox is reprising his role as Daredevil from the Netflix Daredevil show. That comes out 2024 in the spring. Um, it's going to be called Daredevil Born Again. It is going to start Charlie Cox, who is also going to be in She-Hulk as well later this year and was in Spider-Man No Way Home for a little bit. Uh, the biggest thing they announced about this show is that it's going to have 18 episodes, which I'm like, if they're all going to be an hour long, I don't know if I want to watch it. <laughs> That's and if they're, <laughs> if they're spending what they normally spend on these yeah, shows, every episode. Yeah, like how? Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. That was Kevin Feige's either they're big gonna thing. Dissipate, either they're going to stretch the budget further, and that show might be looking a little less budgety. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's Daredevil. He doesn't have any like spectacular powers. All he can do is he all he has is heightened senses. So you can kind of all you got to really pay for is stunt work because he's like a ninja. Though he does a lot of stunt work. True, he does do a lot of stunt. And work. like, yeah. But you know what they'll do? They'll just CG so, it. That's what they do for Spider-Man. But like, CG costs money. Yeah, but probably but less than... For, for what they usually drop on those episodes, that's why they usually only do like eight. To do 18, if they're trying to drop the same amount of money that they usually do on like every episode. I don't think they are. Just averaging. I think the plan is to spend more money. However, my issue is like they've been doing six as of late with the Marvel Marvel shows and it hasn't been working. Because they've always feel like they run out of time when they hit near the end of the show. But at the same time, Netflix did 13 for their Marvel shows. And it always felt like it was too long. So I was like, I in my mind, I'm like, 10 is like the perfect number. 10 or 11. No, they said, let's go straight to 18. Yeah, right. They were just like, nah, screw that noise. We're going we're gonna to go over the, <laughs> over the 13. We're going to go a whole 18 episodes. So I'm like, well, I don't know Well, that's how it used to be work. back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, I, the episodes used to be like 18 to 20 episodes long. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I'm only concerned if it's an hour long each episode. If each episode is like 25 minutes, cool. That's perfect. For, I'd like to have 18 episodes because it doesn't feel like we're like spending so much time. But if it's like every episode is an hour long, I'm going to get a little concerned because <laughs> there's only but so many before the show just becomes too long and you're just dealing with filler. Uh, or maybe they finally learned that they can pace it out properly. Maybe this is what they need. Because they were able to do that with seasons and series, you know, back then. Then they try to rush everything. Maybe this is all just we need. A calm pace. Will you stop attacking your Listen, fans? it's too close to me because I need the win. <laughs> the power. I mean, thankfully the sun's the gone fan, down, so it's cooled down a little bit. Co -host. But <laughs> um, uh, so basically what I'm hearing from this marvel news hold on i'm not done if you okay i'm not done there's more <laughs> captain america new world order starring uh anthony mackie as captain america is coming out may 3rd 2024 um then we get thunderbolts which is basically marvel suicide squad that's coming out july 26th 2024 then we got fantastic four coming out november 8th 2024 that's right they're doing it again <laughs> The hubris. Oh, I want to see that movie. <laughs> yeah, Not Super that Pets. movie. The movie that Alex has on. Yeah, on I know. Yeah. <laughs> Super Pets. Super Pets. Yeah. I, they have confirmed that Fantastic Four will not be an origin story, but that's as far as they've told us so far. Um, and then uh, also for, uh, Fantastic Four is the start of phase six. 
And then to round it all out, at the end of phase six, we get new back-to-back -back Avengers movies. We get Avengers the Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. Now we're done. <laughs> do you think they get as tired in that meeting room as we do? Like, it's, oh, okay, we're done? It's a lot. All right. No, no, no. By the way, something's got leaked for phase six. We have a phase six? <laughs> you know, I haven't seen my children in three years. <laughs> so divorce was rough, but like she didn't have to take them. They say they love these Marvel movies, but I don't think it was worth it. <laughs> what I was saying earlier is that basically what I'm hearing is that if you've been in a Marvel property movie television show, maybe one off holiday special, then you get in your own show within the next two years. <laughs> Marvel decided to go Oprah style. I do think Marvel's getting but... ridiculous with the shows. Like Daredevil, okay, that makes sense. A lot of people have been waiting for Daredevil. Cool. Agatha's getting a show. Well, Agatha Who? was a fan favorite, so and, I can understand. Yeah, that. like use things actually... in sparing numbers. Agatha was a fan favorite because she wasn't the focus of Wandavision. When she popped up, she was only in two episodes, so people got to send not too much think... time with her to just enjoy her. A whole show of that character, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think as as Agatha will move from like kind of comic-y book style to more like Hocus Pocus style going on. Because that was her vibe. And I think that's why people liked her so much. They want the Hocus Pocus style. They just want a crazy witch on TV. That's, I mean, that's what it comes down to. And also, and you're also, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, so I'll, I, now I know what I need to do <laughs> to get like my over Marvel show. All I need to do is like be an extra in like one of the next Marvel movies. <laughs> and then the year later, they'll give me my own show. I mean, no, what you need to do, because you are still a black man, you have to be a teammate to a white man that's close to death or giving something up. That way you can sneak into that role and they'll just give you- To that. be fair, Echo go. got her own show and she was the villain of Hawkeye, so, <laughs> or anti-hero, I guess. Um, and also, Ironheart, she's, Debuting in the blackest of all of these of all these Marvel movies, and then getting her own show. So you know it's not entirely true. <laughs> but even still, I think my, I think you'll get a quicker movie and show with my plan, Jonathan. I'm just, I'm just. It's just, it's a lot. Okay, it's a lot of stuff coming out, and I get it. It's like because they're it's trying to it's because they're trying to build to the next like year long saga. Um, the Kang, because with the Kang Dynasty, I know that that's in reference to Kang, played by Jonathan Majors, who was in Loki. He's going to be in Quantum Mania. The fact that they're uh, naming an Avengers movie after him tells me he's going to be around for a lot of other movies, and then he's going to be like the main villain, maybe in Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. So, who knows? I but what I I think it's weird that Marvel has phases. They've always that's had what's phases. Weird about all this. Phase one, phase two, and phase three were the were the past movies we've gotten. They've always done that. No, but it's still weird to have phases like this. <laughs> and then people aren't really anticipating the movies. They're not being like, oh, oh no. I'm excited for this. People, they're like, I'm excited for this phase. The people who were in who went crazy over this phase five slate of like, oh, snap, this movie and that movie, this TV show, oh my God, just foaming at the mouth. 
like over this announcement of what phase five has in store because phase four has been so disappointing so far i guess in their mind um i, I just want to go to the movies and enjoy. that's my thing it's like Why is I, it so hard I, I, i'm over the announcements of the sagas and stuff man like I, we did that already all right we did 11 years of marvel movies to get to thanos just put out movies <laughs> Well, that's what I was saying. It's weird that people are so excited with these phases and stuff like that. And, you know, like they have phases. Like when you used to go to like Comic Con, they're like, we're announcing this movie. We're announcing this character. We're announcing this is like the deal. Now Marvel comes out with this whole ass presentation. It's not about the movies. It's like, we're having this and we're going to show you how it's all connected in the end leading up to this, which is our closer. So this is really what you got to pay attention to and start looking for clues. And it's like, well, can't I just have fun and enjoy the movie? Why do I have to, like, interpret and look at and analyze every little thing to make sure I got to remember it? Was this a clue for the next episode? Like, I don't want to fucking, like, play games with my movie. I just want to watch the movie. Well, also, I can tell, though, that what really what this all boils down to is that last movie. Avengers Secret Wars. Because Secret Wars is a battle of, like... All of these characters, well, it is secret, but it's also a battle of all these characters from different comics. So what they're doing and the reason there's so many projects is because they're trying to fast track having more heroes because when they did Civil War, I remember I was like, I was excited, but I was also like, how is that going to work? Because Civil War in the comics is huge. It has like every character, Marvel, almost every Marvel character who's ever been invented since the 60s is in it. You know how many characters that is? No, they only had nine. Yeah. And then by the time the movies did it, they were like, we've got like 10. I'm like, okay, 10, <laughs> 10 heroes fighting. And they had that airport battle, which was kind of cool. But I was like, okay, this seems a bit like minimal compared to the, only exciting the story thing you're about naming the this movie airport. after. <laughs> the only good thing about that airport battle was Tom Holland's character, the Spider-Man. <laughs> oh no, Ant-Man was cool. And he, he passed out. No, he, oh no, that's right. He did pass out. That's right. But he still was cool. He rode on the arrow and everything. He became giant man. You know, it's great. <laughs> So the one movie everybody is talking about is, but I'm moving on. We're we gotta close up this. Is oh, uh, Black Before Panther: Black Wakanda Panther, Forever? Are either you gonna watch She Hulk? I swear to God, if you got another Marvel thing, no, I was asking. No, you we're not talking about She Hulk. No more Marvel. Maybe. But sure. She Hulk looks good. I thought the trailer because it's like you know I feel like I want to help this show out because I like She Hulk and I feel like the show is being buried, especially now that all these announcements came out. Now people don't even aren't even really talk about She Hulk. They're already moving on to the next five or six movies, and I'm like, She Hulk's coming out though. That's what I'm also saying. They're, like nobody's <laughs> enjoying what is presented to them right now. They're like, Well, now I have to think about all these. Like, I'm, I'm excited for the. I think they they fixed the CG. It looks better in the most recent trailer. I like the. Uh, I'm excited for this new She Hulk uh, show. Excited to see Daredevil in it too. That's kind of cool, but more or less, I'm just excited to see She-Hulk get a show. Be cool. Alex, Black Panther. Yeah, moving on to Wakanda Forever. Uh, everybody is sad. <laughs> That's what I learned from this trailer. Everybody's sad. Well, yeah, like people are dead. Um, Martin Freeman's the only white guy in this film, and I love that. Super funny. It always reminds me of that TikTok. You are African American, and Mark. We're rocking with Mark because Mark's oh, yeah. rocking with us. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> Mark Freeman's just hanging out with like all these. 
Uh, it looks really good. People have been raving because there is a Native American Latino um, anti-hero, would you call well, it? Well, uh, Na- Namor is a weird mix because Namor has been a villain. There has been a story where Atlantis- Respectfully, res- wait, really quick, respectfully, we do have a short amount of time, so you got to keep your comic book explanation just a little bit smaller than you usually I'm do. just saying uh namor is weird as a weird character but i'm excited to see it i think it's cool that they've made him kind of like an aztec or uh um mayan type like pulling from that culture that south american culture to uh add to that because you know he's at i mean it's come out that he's not atlantean but he's atlantean <laughs> like but they don't they want to separate it from aquaman they don't want him to feel too aquaman yeah. So I think this is a great way to do it. And you're dealing with African culture. So why not like mix in some like uh, another ancient culture that is, uh, you know, going to be like the the battling force. I think that's really cool. And I'm excited to see it. I really like what they did because Wakanda basically is what what happened. It What happened if colonization never happened? And so it's basically native African. And when you bring in Native American culture, it gets it like it, it gets us this like more powerful vibe to it because the actor is Mexican, which is really great to see um, a Mexican in such a high powered role front and center. And although but modern day Mexican is highly influenced by colonization, Spaniard. And uh, that's a lot of what our mixed culture is now to see more before that. I think it's really cool. It not inter- it intertwines Latinos and Native Americans. And it's it's an enjoyment for me because I get to have both so equally, but without the influence of the colonization. I get to see what happens if colonization ever happened for me. But all mine's underwater. But I'm still enjoying it. Um, I think it's really, from the video they have given us, it all looks visually beautiful it does looks visually well done and it was cool to see because we met ruth carter and uh uh that's spoiling too much the ruth e carter Carter, thank you uh she um told us that she was like do want to do something different with the costumes when we met her at the museum of pop culture and uh it definitely shows here some of the costumes that were just on display inside the just this little bit of we got from the teaser trailer looks incredible and i can't wait to see the rest of the movie already it looks good. Famously, I have also not seen this trailer yet. Um, How you gonna be black and not I, watch this trailer? You gotta do it for the culture, Jonathan. Wrong. <laughs> and you gotta cry when you do it. <laughs> I'm Latino, so I'm, I'm gonna ignore that. Um, I just so say there are some wrong. people who are butthurt that certain black people did reaction videos and didn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> watching this trailer and it's like i mean like well but what, wait what were you saying <laughs> i was saying i don't even know what i was saying at this point because i just called got called not black <laughs> <laughs> you're not black enough because you didn't cry or watch the trailer what hey a- when i give my coins to this movie then if I don't give my coins to this movie, then you can talk, okay? But <laughs> until helped, then, you can't talk. I didn't. I didn't cry either, so I guess I'm not black. I enough. did not cry. I did I not cry not. watching this trailer at all. I th- I was I, emo- it, I, I was emotional. I was inspired. I didn't cry though. 
I see. I saw some of those reaction videos. It's a little weird. I feel like how intensely they did cry. I mean, I understand it slightly, but the amount of tears I saw. Little weird, little weird. Um, just a little too. I, I'm not an emotional person. I don't cry ever. I do. That's a lot. I do cry. I'm just, I guess I'm a, I'm a very private crier. So when I see people so publicly crying so intensely, it weirds me out a little bit. And it's just like, this is, this is awkward. Why would you post this? Why would you do that? Like, at least like camera cry, you know, like clean up the face a little bit. Have you seen that like, video of the little girl who is crying on Snapchat? And she's like, ooh, ooh. and then she stops recording and she's like, she watches it back. No. <laughs> See, this- That's how I feel like the people on, on YouTube are like, they're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Stop. I bet they are. I bet Stop some of them are recording. like a little too much. A little, they have to be. I'm hoping they you are. You think honestly. Letitia Wright? Because if you're crying like that, ended up becoming Black Panther. Please don't this. mention that woman on this podcast. I'm just saying, she's all over mm-hmm. the trailer. She's in this movie. <laughs> That's partially in my mind why I didn't want to watch it. But okay, I won't be okay. I'll <laughs> No, people, your points are valid. She has I mean she has caused a lot of issues and it was during a heightened point in COVID. We are still in a pandemic and now a second pandemic is about to hit us. And yeah, she she reacted the way she did when it was part of the studio. And it's about keeping people safe. It's a it was a health issue. That she openly belittled, ignored, and almost acted like it didn't exist. And then was upset when people called her out for it. Uh, There are a lot of issues with that. And I think, I understand, yeah, people get second chances. And to continue this film, she probably eventually got either COVID testing or got uh, the vaccine. But it was still something when so many people were dying in the thousands of numbers. She just didn't want to do it. And it appears selfish when it becomes a health-wide crisis. I am not forgetting that when I watch this movie, when I'm seeing it. And I won't forget it. I can watch the movie. I don't know if I like her. And I don't know if I'll bond with her character the way I did after knowing that truth about her. So, but I, I don't know if she's if i'm giving really her a second chance but i think i'm giving more the movie the chance i feel like it deserves because it speaks to it's it speaks to two different cultures you know and it speaks to my culture and i get a chance to see part of who i am up on that screen in a more positive light you know because a lot of people of color characters tend to be pushed to that of servitude and now i get to see almost like an aztecian god you know, in front of, in the front of this film and the way people are reacting. So I, I, that's where I'm standing on that whole thing. I'm just curious. Like they've already showed, like there's a mural in the trailer to uh, Chadwick Boseman. Clearly looks like there's a funeral scene as well. I'm curious just to see their honor to the man. How they handled it. Yeah. Um, Cause it, like I, from what I've heard, there's rumors that like the character also dies from cancer in the movie, um, just for some solidarity between the actor and the and the character. Um, we'll see, but uh, I'm I'm excited for this movie, um, regardless of the t-shirt the the t-shirt right stuff. I still want to see it because I I really 
I, I want to see the finality of this like chapter in Chadwick Boseman's um, filmography, even though he's not in the film, his spirit very much is probably still going to be there um, just because of his impact on not just the movie, but the entire cast. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that goes and, um, and just watch it out of respect to him and everybody who worked on this movie and, and stuff like that. And we'll see where it goes from here. Cause you know, they they denounced phase six and I didn't see another Black Panther movie in there. So I don't know what the plan is after this, as far as any getting more Black Panther anything. Um, but we'll see. Well I will, sorry, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I will say this one thing, and I'm gonna say it the way I, it, it means to be taken. I've heard a lot of things about people wanting to wear white to this film and you know the honor and the culture yeah uh, for the m- morning scene because they all wear white mm-hmm. oh. because right um i asked white people t- <laughs> to wear a co- another second color <laughs> and no i'm being legitimate serious about this because if i walk into a film that the main characters are people of color and i walk into that theater and there's just a bunch of white people wearing a bunch of only white clothes my ass is leaving that theater immediately. Just go opening night. That's when all the black people are going to show up. <laughs> I'm going to try, but I'm telling you now, if that happened. And it depends on what theater you go to, what area, what city. You can't even know anymore. <laughs> and that's the thing is, we've reached, like, with way things are going, I'm not risking anything. This could simply just be them, you know, trying to mourn and show respect. But there's too much history about white people wearing all white. Like, no, I'm asking you to wear a, a second color or something like that. Cause like, I've seen too many people already talking about it, like off white or <laughs> wear like, some eggshell. Egg so <laughs> yeah, like, I really don't want to have to spend <laughs> watching the movie, keeping my eyes out for everybody being like, what are they moving for? Oh, like this, this is, okay. a, this is a, uh, yeah. off white. Yeah. <laughs> Just like something. That's all I'm saying. I know it may sound a little ridiculous, but I'm like being legitimate. Like, just there's just so many connections with that. Like, people need to people need to think about things before they do things. A lot of stuff won't happen if people just thought before they did it. They're like, I thought it was a good idea. I was just not doing this with malice and intent. It doesn't matter. It still ha- it still appeared the way it appeared, and now you have to deal with the consequences. <laughs> Whether you meant to do it or not, with ma- malicious intention or not, it still was bad. Except what you did was bad. And don't do it again. That's it. Don't do I it mean, again. I, it but was black I in college. Everybody was doing it. <laughs> we need a segment called um, PSA Alex or something. Or PS Alex. PS Alex. And um, she would talk to the audience and uh, tell us what to tell do. Tell them what it is. I, w- I would do a whole live thing. Of like people ask me, do you think this is a-? no? It's not. <laughs> Why not? Because you're asking me. You came onto a podcast with a woman of color to ask if something was okay. You knew it wasn't. You absolutely knew it wasn't. All right. Well, that's what I'm saying. With that, on that note, so there we go. Comic Con wrapped up. To. I did. Like, I knew Marvel was going to be hard to do because it's just they dropped so much. They dropped so much news. I did not expect this much from Marvel when they were like, yeah, we're going to be a Comic-Con. Yes, he did. Not this much. I expected a lot. 
But not this. Okay, well, we ain't got to be talking about them still, so let's wrap it up. Oh, Jonathan, I see you're angry. <laughs> I'm kind of with Kiki him. Palmer's not in any of these Marvel movies? <laughs> you don't know that? Hey, it's called <laughs> Secret Wars that. for a reason. <laughs> so this was Comic-Con San Diego 2022. We got to announce everything that happened there, or at least the upcoming films. Some of them we are excited for, like... Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Black Adam, Dungeons and Dragons, Chris mm-hmm. Pine. I don't think Henry Carvel's in anything, but he was certainly on my mind for a while. <laughs> um, and things we're not wanting to see, like National Treasure, because honest to God, why? <laughs> um, and things that are eventually going to touch our hearts, like Black Panther, Wakanda, and for Wakanda Forever. And I think it's going to be an interesting upcoming year seeing the projects that do develop, seeing the projects that are are actually going to be successful, the ones that are like, this is going to be it. And then nobody goes to see it. So um, we'll have plenty to review in the upcoming year. Hopefully we'll listen to you. Hopefully you'll listen to all of us. And I might do that thing about Alex just says no to you. (laughs) Uh, Where can they find you though, Jonathan, if they're looking for you to ask you about any movies? You can find me. Don't ask me about trailers though. You can ask me, or you can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. Um, looks like Jerome's hopped out for a second. Okay. But yeah. you, you can also follow us at The First Ones to Die on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of those great things, those great outlets. Uh, you can email us at firstonestodie at gmail.com. And we'd love to get your questions, your feedback, and anything you'd like to say to us. Jerome, before you dip out again, you can find me at not Jerome Rhett on Instagram as well as at Rebozer Media and at Jerome underscore the underscore show for other stuff I am working on. And if you want to check out, uh, this is one of, part of our one of our special segments. But if you want to catch up other uh, catch other extra, god damn it, phone, <laughs> you want to catch other extra stuff that we have done. Go on over to the First Ones to Die YouTube channel where you can, at the First Ones to Die, where you can find all types of stuff like, for example, gaming reviews, mini reviews, uh, uh, what else is up there? Vlogs. <laughs> and of course, book reviews. Book reviews, filmed versions of all of the podcast episodes we've done so far. So go on over to the YouTube channel, check that stuff out. It'll all be over there. And you can find me at Alex and Nobody on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and TikTok. As well on TikTok, you can find the first ones to die's uh, TikTok account where I post little clips of the segments and also just little things I have been doing because I get really bored now at my current job. So there's that. Also, the next book review, I believe, will be coming out soon, which is uh, How to Marry Keanu Reeves in 90 Days. Uh, Keanu Reeves, I would love to marry him. I'm putting that out there as well. <laughs> yeah, just saying. In 90 Days? Yeah. I mean, if he wants to do it tomorrow, I'm free. <laughs> um, but hopefully you guys will come to listen to us again. And let us know what you thought about trailers coming out. If you went to San Diego Comic-Con, what was your experience like? And anything like that, comment below, send us a DM, you know, send us an email. We'd always be happy to hear from you. And that's all for now. Have a good night or day or whatever. Yeah, figure out that. Bye. Goodbye. I mean, you. I feel like that fits. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.